0: It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out today. And let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on investigative columnist for the Daily Signal and the Heritage Foundation, Tony Kennett. Tony, you joined us on Monday with some breaking news from an Indiana school. For those who didn't get a chance to hear our conversation, reset what you talked about with us on Monday.
1: Absolutely. So, breaking news coming out over the last couple of weeks that the South Madison Community School Corporation, that's in Pendleton, for those who don't know the acronyms, uh, they have uh, really upset a lot of their teachers, a lot of their counselors, and a lot of their parents because the administration, that being the superintendent and assistant superintendent, have been ordering the counseling staff to send emails to parents and or excuse me to send emails to teachers. In which uh, they tell the teachers that they are to keep any gender support plan language away from parents, uh, that if a kid comes forward and says, "Hey, I want to transition, I want to use a different name and pronouns," that the counseling staff is ordered to require the teachers to hide it from parents if it's a not what they consider a not supportive environment and a lot of teachers and counselors at Pendleton they feel as though they're being told to lie in fact, one teacher resigned. In partly in protest of this. She said it made her feel physically sick to lie to parents. Uh, and it's, it's been a huge mess. It's, it's, it's really sickening to hear this stuff going on in Indiana schools.
0: And Tony, the thing that sticks out to me is since we had that conversation on Monday, our inbox has been flooded with parents and even some teachers who wish to remain anonymous saying, hey, it's not just happening in Pendleton. It's happening in our school district too.
1: Well, if that's the case, please, by all means, contact me at Tony.Kinnett, K-I-N-N-E-T-T, at DailySignal.com. I would love to speak with you as soon as possible. If you are a teacher, you have whistleblower protections in the state of Indiana. This is not some settled state law. Don't let any LGBTQ advocate like the one the Pendleton School Corporation hired tell you any differently. There is no reason under FERPA that the school can withhold information of a medical or a counseling nature as far as a plan for a student from parents. Parents have a right to know what's going on with their kids. And furthermore, teachers should be working with the home, not against it. And a lot of teachers and counselors are very against this. Uh, This needs to be exposed because this kind of garbage needs to stop.
0: So, again, you've got teachers and counselors at this school flat out saying and writing it down. You've got the documentation. You've posted the emails in your article at Daily Signal saying they're going to keep this from the kids' parents. Have we heard from any officials at the Pendleton Heights School District since this story broke?
1: Uh, In a roundabout way. So the legal counsel Uh, from Church Churchill and Antrim, that's the uh, legal group from Noblesville that uh, the South Madison Community School Corporation hired, advised the superintendent and the assistant superintendent not to speak to us under any circumstances, which is very cowardly, and it's a very bad way to address a situation, but that's the way it is. I have spoken with some school board members. I spoke with the school board president, but he refused to go on record and made up a very silly excuse as to why he couldn't comment on policy. And then I've talked to a few other school board members, one of whom, uh, Kay Wolverton, has gone on the record saying this is not a district approved policy. She is trying to get to the bottom of this. And more more than anything, actually, she's trying to get the venue enlarged to a larger space for tomorrow night's school board meeting at 7 p.m. Because there are so many parents and local community members that want to come find out what the heck's going on, because the administration has been silent about it.
0: When's the next school board meeting? If somebody is listening to this that, you know, has a kid in the Pendleton schools, or maybe it's just somebody that's concerned and they want to get information here, uh, when is the next school board meeting?
1: It is tomorrow night
0: at 7
1: p.m. It is tomorrow night, Thursday at 7 p.m. I will be there. I have some questions from a journalist perspective that I plan to ask that the district needs to answer It is the right of the community to know what's going on in a public school. And I think what you said is right, Hammer. You don't just have to be a parent. If you're paying tax dollars in Madison County, those are going towards the South Madison Community School Corporation. If you're in that district, you're paying for it. You're a stakeholder. These things need to be answerable to all people, whether you support it or not. I mean, hey, if you support gender support plans, put it up on the website with the rest of the documents. Don't hide them from parents and community members like we're not mature enough to handle the information you're not special
0: now based off of your experience of covering fiery school board meetings and hot topics because over the last couple of years it's been you know a hot topic attending school board meetings where one side of the political scale is trying to call you a domestic terrorist while other folks are going in there saying what the hell's going on what can people expect when they go to uh, this school board meeting tomorrow? Let's say somebody's listening, Tony, that's never been to one of these before.
1: Well, you're going to show up at this present time to the South Madison School Corporation or Community School Corporation Administrative Building, and uh, you'll park, you'll head on in. They may have you sign, if you want to ask a question, they may ask, say like, hey, here's where I'm from, here's you know my name, so that they know how to address you. And then you basically come in and sit down and then they start going through the meeting minutes at the beginning. They'll you know, bring everyone in, the school members, the school board members, excuse me, will be sitting up there. The superintendent should be up there and they'll just kind of go through an orderly process until it gets time to go to the public comment section in which they'll outline some kind of rules for it. And then you should get right into it. I'm not expecting You know, any of the crazy nonsense that I'm sure the Indiana State Teachers Association and Jennifer McCormick will claim about this school board meeting tomorrow night. It should just be a place for community members to express their concerns and seek answers from the school board.
0: Tony Kennett joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Tony, one school district that has certainly had their fair share of high-profile school board meetings, among other things, was Loudoun County, Virginia. This place was like ground zero for the culture fight between parents and teachers and administrators. There's a story coming out of Loudoun County that the grand jury reporting that educators were looking out for their own personal interests over student safety in Loudoun County. Take me through this.
1: Uh, So, Loudoun County has become one of the school systems that everyone has realized has been trying to pull the wool over parents' eyes in the last couple of years. Uh, There have been several high-profile cases out of Loudoun County. For example, uh, there were several sexual assaults against student, uh, student student-to-student sexual assaults, many involving uh, LGBTQ situations in bathrooms and locker rooms that the school tried to hide from parents. In fact, the parents of those victims they really tried to shuffle these cases away. And it's cases like these that have come under scrutiny. And they found that a lot of teachers have known about these incidents. And instead of reporting them to parents, instead of reporting certain things that mandatory reporters would be required to not just tell the school about, but child protective services in general. If any case of abuse is going on, a lot of these teachers simply opted to look the other way uh, because they didn't want to bring any attention to themselves. And that is more than anything that's sad uh, because that shows that people are more I would say more prescient towards being comfortable rather than towards serving their kids. And those are the last kind of people that we need in our schools.
0: Yeah. And the thing that really is problematic is that Loudoun County, they just got caught, you know, damn well, Tony, this type of crap has probably happened in every state in America. It's probably happened here in Indy, but Loudon County, they just happened to get caught this time.
1: You said it yourself, after we reported on the story on Monday, you guys started being flooded with messages from parents and teachers around the state saying, "Hey, comma, this stuff is going on here at this school." And they start providing you evidence and examples. But if you try to bring this stuff out into the public, so many will tell you it's a nothing burger. It's not a big deal. Nobody cares. It's actually just Republicans being domestic terrorists. That's not the case. This is a situation where we've allowed apathy to ruin the public education system by hiring those who have their own interests at heart rather than our children's.
0: So, Tony, for those who have been uh, keeping track of your career, tell me about the places you're at right now.
1: Uh, I'm currently an investigative columnist with The Daily Signal. I'm working on several national stories, mainly in the thread of exposing a lot of the education stories that have been ignored by mainstream media in the last couple of years. So if you look at the Indy Star, if you look at uh, Chalkbeat Indiana, there have been a lot of stories in the past that I have exposed that they haven't even touched. And it's because they have a political narrative. They have a political motive of only promoting education stories that benefit their policies. I think that's gross. I think that if it's an education story, it deserves to be told, no matter who it benefits. If my tax dollars are going to a school, I should be able to see what is going on in the district, whether I like it or not. And these are the things that I'm spearheading, especially combating the myth that just because we're in a quote-unquote red state, that that makes it a safe place for conservatives to raise their kids. In fact, what we usually find is that it's in those red states that it's all the more dangerous because some of these schools have been operating without any kind of oversight for decades
0: well tony i know you've been on twice this week with us but on friday we would love to have you back if you're going to this school board meeting uh, in pendleton tomorrow night we'd love to have you back on friday to kind of recap it if you wouldn't mind
1: Uh, absolutely i would love to come back on and, and share what i have i will be videotaping as much of it as i can And uh, above all, making sure the district is accountable to the uh, community members at
0: SMCSE. Where can we get more information, my friend? You can always follow me on Twitter
1: at TheTonus, T-H-E-T-O-N-U-S. But you can also check some of my latest work over at DailySignal.com.
0: Tony, Kennett, keep fighting the fight, my man. We appreciate what you do, and we appreciate you taking the time to join us.
1: Anytime, guys. You have a great Wednesday.
0: It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.